The following is a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society. This is Grace in Focus from the Grace Evangelical Society, our radio broadcast and podcast ministry. And today, we have something special for you. One of the attendees of our most recent national conference, May 2023, is being interviewed today. And you'll get to hear a little bit of what goes on at our national conference with an invitation to you to think about coming to our National Conference 2024. The dates will be this May 20th through the 23rd, and you can find out more about it at our website, faithalone.org. You can also find out more about us right there at faithalone.org. Now here with the content of today's program, interviewing Bernie Hunsucker, is Ken Yates. We're together at the national conference for GES right outside of uh, Denton at a place called Camp Copus. My special guest today is Bernie Hunsucker. Bernie is one of our board members. Bernie, how did you get associated, and I know this is going to be a long history, but how did you get associated? Bernie's about my age. That's why I say it's going to be a long history. How did you get associated with Free Grace Theology? Well, it's uh, kind of a long story, as you say. It's, uh, it uh, began with my mother, um, June Blackwell. Uh, my dad had died when I was uh, very young. I was five years old. My, my dad had passed away, and, and uh, my mother had begun hearing some solid biblical teaching on the radio from several sources and got really serious about studying the Word and had a real heart for evangelism. And she realized that young children could believe in Jesus. And so she evangelized me at age four. And uh, then as time went on, I began to learn uh, growing up in a a good church uh, and and learning biblical truth and and watching her and learning from her over many years. She didn't remarry until I was uh, 17, the month I graduated from high school. And then I went to Florida Bible College through her influence. She had said, no matter what you choose to do in life, it w- would probably be a good idea to get some Bible background before you head off in any other direction. Okay, I got a question for you because I'm very interested in that. Now, yeah. when I first started getting in the free grace movement, I kept hearing about Florida Bible College. And of course, I'd never heard of it before, but mm-hmm. I just kept hearing all these good things. Did she get you in touch with Florida Bible College because the radio thing she was hearing? Or how did you hear about this? Well, there was a teacher at Florida Bible College. Uh, his name was Richard or Dick Seymour. And he came to speak at a local church in Charlotte. I was involved with Youth for Christ in Charlotte. And one of the friends I made through Youth for Christ, he's our pastor now at Grace Bible Church, Donnie Pressler. Dick Seymour came to speak at his church. And Dick was from Florida Bible College, and he, of course, was telling the folks there at that church about the school, and and Donnie decided he wanted to go visit and see what it was all about, and he did so during our senior year. He came back with a solid report of, this looks like a good place. I had been looking for a Bible college and visited a couple, but we both said, let's go for a semester and see what we think, and if we don't like it, we'll transfer somewhere else. So we went together to Florida Bible College our first year, and we appreciated it so much and learned so much that we both, of course, stayed for the whole duration and graduated. Of course, that's where I met my dear wife, Julie. We were really first introduced to Free Grace at Florida Bible College, and it wasn't called Free Grace Theology at the time, but the emphasis was being clear with the gospel, using clear terminology, 
no works of any kind. It was made very plain to us in several classes that Lordship Salvation was terrific misunderstanding of the Scriptures and that repentance was not a second condition for eternal salvation. And that was the beginning of, of my understanding of really what free grace theology is about. Okay, so when you were back in Charlotte, yes. before you went to Florida Bible College, were you exposed to, now you mentioned Lordship Salvation. I know back then we probably didn't call it that. We might have called it, what, Calvinism or Reformed or something else. I don't know. But were you exposed to that so that when you went to Florida Bible College, it's like, whoa, okay, the, you know, it like hits you in the face? Or not, how was that? Not really exposed to uh, Lordship Salvation per se that I was aware of anyway. I did go to a independent Baptist church at the time when I was the last couple of years of high school. And the Sunday school class, the high school Sunday school class teacher was, I realized later as I learned more about it, that he was a pretty strong Calvinist. And I recognized when he taught about election for eternal life, that sounded strange to me. I'd never heard that, and I didn't think it was right. Mm-hmm. But, but no, I hadn't really been taught lordship salvation or heard it preached. But when I read, actually one of our texts at FBC uh, assigned readings was, Charles Ryrie's Balancing the Christian Life, and he has a chapter on Lordship Salvation in that book. And that's when I realized more what this teaching is and why it was unbiblical. It's coming. It'll be here before you know it. What am I talking about? The Grace Evangelical Society's National Conference 2024. It will take place May the 20th through the 23rd at Camp Copus, an absolutely beautiful campground in North Texas, right on the lake with lots of recreation, great food, a great place to stay, wonderful fellowship, and wonderful free grace Bible teaching. It is time to start planning and getting registered for the National Conference 2024, May the 20th through the 23rd. Hope to see you there. Okay, so you met Julie at college. Yes. How did she wind up at Florida Bible College? Where, was she? Did she come from a strong free grace background, or what was no, her story? Her story was she came from a, uh, a family of her mom and dad. Neither one were believers, and but she met some folks in high school who took her to a Bible study, a youth Bible study, and it was a study that had been launched from Florida Bible College at the time, and she was, I think, 15 probably, 10th grade. Uh, And she heard the gospel of the grace of God for the first time, uh, a clear gospel presentation focused on Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, John 3, 16, the the simple text that explained that eternal life is indeed a gift and there's no works involved. And so she she became a believer in her uh, uh, when she was 15 years old. And because this ministry, this youth ministry had been started by Florida Bible College, she knew about it and she was interested in, uh, in pursuing a Bible college education. So and the rest, they say, is history. Is history. There you go. Yes. Now, Bernie and Julie have been coming to these conferences for a long time. Uh, so have I. And so uh, we have a long history here. What do you think of the uh, the new venue here at Camp Copus? It's different. This is, uh, what, the second year we've met here. And we're trying to make it more family-friendly with activities. We got putt-putt. We got a swimming pool. We got bonfires. We got a lake. So what do you think? Yeah, it's uh, it's a really good setting. As uh, as you mentioned, we've had several different settings for the National Conference over the years. Uh, this one is definitely more family-friendly because of the camp setting. 
it's a very pretty natural setting and surrounded on three sides by this big lake and and uh, we're enjoying very much uh, the the venue here two facilities with hotel type rooms and it's just a spacious campus and uh, as you mentioned some some fun things to do and the little bit of free time we have there you go now through the years coming to these conferences what's your favorite part it's not just here at camp copus but right. to any of them I don't know if I can say a favorite. I probably have several favorites. Um, the teaching is always uh, invariably uh, challenging, things to think about. Um, in some cases, the, for me, having been exposed for a long time and, and read uh, a good bit on the subject of free grace theology in general, there's usually not a whole lot new that I haven't heard before, but there's always new things to, um, uh, I, I think some of the speakers have helped me repeatedly think more carefully about things that I already know and to understand uh, better some nuances or a particular verse or that, uh, you know, the teaching overall is um, is just superb, and, and that is a favorite. But another equal favorite probably is making friends and getting to know people who are concerned about knowing the Lord, serving him, and understanding his word better, in particular in realizing that free grace theology in so many ways opens up the meaning of the scriptures, helps you understand the New Testament consistently, where you don't end up with theological paradoxes, which are really contradictions, um, and uh, it just makes things uh, fit together by taking the text as it as it comes. And and taking it at face value, when the Lord says, believing faith is all that is required, then that's exactly what he means. And there's no verse anywhere in the scriptures that say otherwise. If we think they do, then we've misunderstood. Because the plain meaning of the text is is just what it is. I know, uh, well, for the listeners, uh, they may not know this, but Bernie and I have... Uh made some trips together in different places and even have a son that's a missionary in, a, in another country. But I know that Bernie shares with me, well, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I'm pretty sure uh, what you just mentioned uh, about being here, that so many places we go, people have not been exposed to this teaching. They've not been exposed to the clear message of grace and everything, and uh, even in other countries. And to come here and be with people who understand it, just being able to sit around right now as we're talking, some people out in the lobby uh, having breakfast, and they're just discussing theology and discussing grace. It's just a breath of fresh air. So I, I think I think Bernie would agree with me. Absolutely. And I don't know if I said it plainly enough, but but we have made a lot of friends over the years. We've gotten to know folks from all over the country uh, who are like-minded in their pursuit of knowing the Lord and knowing his word and, and uh, teaching it and proclaiming the gospel of grace uh, as an absolutely free gift. And, and, and then the, uh, the corollary, the high cost of faithful discipleship uh, that the Lord expects and wants of his children. Um, putting all that together, it's, uh, it's, been, uh, it's been wonderful to be associated with, with GES and we first heard of it, again, back to our teacher from Florida Bible College, Dick Seymour. Uh, he uh, first received an email, I think, from somebody, I don't know, a friend of his or maybe from Bob Wilkin, when Bob was first considering beginning GES. And I know Dick Seymour and our pastor, Donnie Pressler, 
attended that first meeting in Atlanta, uh, which was gauging interest in such an organization. So we, we've been blessed to be involved with GES from literally from day one, uh, Julie and I have, and also our church, Grace Bible in Charlotte. Uh, from, from day one, we've supported GES as one of our missions organizations that we fully believe in. And uh, it's just been a, a joy and a privilege, and, uh, and especially working with you and the others on the board for, for uh, almost six years now has also been a, a, a great pleasure and uh, so glad to, to have had the opportunity. Well, Bernie, we appreciate that. I know I speak for everyone associated with GES. Uh, we just so much appreciate your service to GES on the board through the years and Julie. And uh, just thanks and thanks for taking this time to share with our listeners uh, your history with GES and Free Grace Theology. And for all of our listeners, remember, keep grace in focus. invite you to check out our Monday, Wednesday, and Friday five-minute YouTube videos at YouTube Grace Evangelical Society. You will love the content and learn a lot. There are a lot of costs involved in staying on the air. That's why we so much appreciate our financial partners. If you'd like to learn how to become one, you can find out more by going to faithalone.org. On the next episode, we invite you to join us. We'll entertain another one of your questions with answers from our hosts. Until then, let's keep grace in focus. The proceeding has been a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society.